following podcast is recorded and produced by Emerge, a media creators co-op, in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. and welcome back to the next of kin podcast i'm your host rich joined by my son christian how you doing what do you got over there got snacks chomping on the pringles in the middle of the podcast i'm gonna be eating (laughs) dinner this is well you worked like a nine hour shift today i think you were you were busy today my dog was very happy and your dog was not happy with you leaving so quickly Uh, so here we are. Uh, we're back with another episode. Tonight's episode is a little bit different. It's kind of back to a lot of news. We have a lot of topics that we want to talk about. We're all not really shows, reviewing a lot of shows. Ended, so Say that again. All the shows ended. Was that? All the shows ended. Well, so. they're not all ended. We still have Andor. <laughs> well, a lot of them did. Yeah, a lot of them. And then there's some new ones coming, but we're kind of in the... Or really, on breaks or whatever. We really only have Andor right now. Uh, mainly, yeah. So... Uh, what we wanted to do is kind of cover some news that we've that because so, so many exciting things are about to happen in in the world of fandom. Correct? Oh, yeah. I, sure. I, I bet. So I so for those of <laughs> well, you, Black Panther's out in a week. That that, that counts. Just yeah. a quick warning Black for those Panther of you that's will be good. That, that's a week away. What? Black Panther is a week away. Black Panther's so. a week away. So um, for those of you that are are don't find my Avatar two hatred, yeah. uh, be prepared. That this episode will have some of that, mm-hmm. even though I haven't seen it yet. Depending on how good Avatar is, we might do a second podcast next week, like we did. We did we did one like that last week, right? You mean Wakanda? Yeah, for Wakanda, like we did for Black Adam. Yes, and I imagine if we, if we felt the need to like rush to talk about Black Adam, yes, <laughs> then like I imagine maybe we like, should just rush right over here after we see it. No, I don't want it's good. It's three hour film. It's okay. <laughs> it's, not. It's no. It, that's not three. It's two hours and forty minutes. Oh, good. Oh, it's twenty that, minutes. Twenty three minutes you shorter. Wait, you have to wait than for like, than Avatar two. That doesn't count. Like the ten minutes you got to wait during like the credits for like the first and second post credits. <laughs> no, that counts everything. No, I don't think it does. No, they it counts. No, isn't runtime like just the actual? No, runtime like, includes credits. No, I don't think that's true. It's true. I don't think that's true. It doesn't include trailers. That you have to get out there and you get, and it's like the movie starts at nine, but it doesn't. It's it starts at nine thirty because you're half an I'm hour of sure trailers. I don't know. I'm not gonna. This is not the topic we want to discuss. <laughs> Who cares? All right. Anyway, so you got some stuff. Here's our list. I don't got anything. You got well, we've discussed. <laughs> I have the list, but so that's, I'm completely unprepared. So the first so. thing is is obviously last week we talked a little bit about everybody knows that Henry Cavill's back as Superman. There's all kinds of rumors floating around with that, but. The what was announced is that he will not be continuing in the role on The Witcher, which puts a nail in the coffin. Well, actually, it doesn't not like financially, but to my like, like my chances for that show, that just basically like unless they're able to improve everything about the show besides the portrayal of Geralt, which I think is probably like the only like uber positive thing they have going for them in terms of like The Witcher, like, uh. Because again, like I like The Witcher. Obviously, The Witcher is based on like both a novel, and then obviously, I think like the thing that most people have had exposure to it with is the games. Correct. Like the really like popular game series. The Witcher Three was like a game of the year. 
Um, right. And it's like a, probably one of the best games ever made. And like it's in <laughs> the Witcher world, at least like in the world building and like kind of like uh, the way they've sort of kind of framed everything. I think it's been a disservice to it this, thus far. But the one thing that wasn't a disservice was Geralt and, and Henry Cavill as that character. So the funny thing about it is, and I didn't know this either, is that they've already filmed the se- the third yes, season. Yes, he, he has one more season. So he's still around for season three. Yes, so we, it's almost, which is almost worse. That you get to say, <laughs> but I it guess is. You to, actually, I guess you get to say like, you're goodbye actually right. to that. It, it actually makes it which worse be because fair, I think he's rather yeah. iconic as Geralt. Yeah, I think he's like because again, like rather, I don't think The Witcher's great. I don't think it's bad either. If I'm being honest, he's great. But it's just kind of like the average. Like The Witcher is basically what like is the average adaptation nowadays, which seems of like something old, which just seems to be like suck all creativity out of it and like kind of make like hey sure. like to me like to me like the witcher a show like it uh is kind of like uh is like halo yeah. they're very similar yeah. i think halo has done much worse because at least sure. like because <laughs> like there's, there's uh, la- yeah, I think a lot most less going on in, in yeah, halo yeah. um at least like there's more I, trying to go on in Witcher. a little bit of research that i've done i think they at least in witcher they've tried yeah. to make it seem more like the games and the books they, and, and all the that second stuff. season does a better Where Halo, job, they didn't even like, try. They didn't yeah. even really try. You know? No, and I think like on a lot, of, and even like there's been talk of people that were in the Witcher writing room, and I think this happens a lot for like, and this is probably the case for Halo and some of the right. stuff that like so many of the times the writer rooms that get made for these shows, like the the writers actively dislike the IP. Like so for Witcher, we know from like people that were in the writer room that you have hired? that you had many writers that actively disliked the why Witcher are you games. Hiring these people. Like, and we know that there was Halo people that were like, we don't even go and look at the game. I'm not looking. I'm movie. not playing like, the video oh, game. And who are you making the like? Is my it's like my I'm gonna this. make Gone with the Wind, but I'm not gonna read the book. Because like, what's the po- okay? So like, so my, oh, it's like the with, Ryan Johnson. My thing with Paramount was that this. guy for Did Star pa- Wars. When Paramount made and this is kind of going off topic, but when Paramount made Halo, what a surprise! <laughs> but when Paramount made Halo, this is just like me. This is completely off topic for uh, okay, for sure. This. Like, they literally thought, based on, like, how, like, their writers, at least they hired writers that that they thought this way. So they, like, must have been, like, thumbs up to this line of thinking. Sure. Um, They literally thought that they were just buying when they got Halo or when you get the releasing Halo. That, like, the value in that was just having, like, an IP that and like what was in that IP and like but like but they didn't actually. I, I'm sorry. They didn't, I, I, no, no, no. Clarify. They, no, no. I'm, I asked you. Let a me question. finish because I'm almost no, there. No, what does IP stand for? I don't know. I don't the, fucking know. Oh, is IP just it's like just like intellectual property? Oh, like, thank dislike. you. I didn't know what IP stood for. I'm sorry. <laughs> right, you're gonna dis- I wasn't. <laughs> that's what you're gonna like dislike. I'm not dissing you. I just didn't <laughs> no, know what you were. Like, I, <laughs> I wanted the reference. I wanted to know what oh IP stood for. Oh my, all right. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, they just viewed it as like. The, as like I guess like the IP, but completely devoid of like the actual storyline of the game. Just like the IP, and like that's Master Chief, and that's his action figure, and we can do whatever we want with it, and like right. vague and read some books and get some little context. But they didn't actually view like any of the people that like had played the game since like 2000, right? Like for like the 20 the for the 20 year lifespan of the game, they didn't view those people. Do as, you feel like, that as the Witcher was closer though? Witcher was, was closer, closer, but certainly like right. you well, still weren't satisfying the needs of like those. Point. Diehard fans. So let's get to the Both point. Both the novels or the games. The reason why The Witcher is highly successful, let's be honest, if you could put it on a stylish. pie chart, if you could put it on a pie chart, I would say 65% of the reason why it's successful yes, is it's, because it's of Cavill. Henry Cavill. And then the other, like, and maybe 20% because of the Bard. 
And then there's a bit, and then like the guy who's it's not Danny Lyon, but I forget Jas Jasper Jasper yeah. Oh, yeah, whatever. It's different. About. It's different in the game versus yeah. the in the, uh, the show. But the uh, female characters, Jennifer, good. people like Jennifer, and, and, and like, I think Jennifer's a, a relatively the little um, girl that solid. was growing up. They haven't is given story okay. much to do. She was like in, yeah. ser- in season one. She I think this season she's like, going to get more. In season to two, do. she was better when she got to work. Yeah. When she when, once she got to work off of Cavill. Like, the, once their relationship well, starts to form, which, again, is the baseline of the games and well, of the story, well, is the relationship between those two. Right. So, like, so like for example, like, if I was doing a rewatch of The Witcher right now, yeah, like, I'm going to go home and I'm going to rewatch episodes of The Witcher. Like, I'm going to watch, I'm going to, I do enjoy too. I'm only going to watch episodes that are heavy in Henry Cavill. Ones that were heavy on Han- on Hennifer and when she was yeah. like had the hump and all that shit. I'm fast forward and I'm skipping those. Each of the characters, I'm skipping a lot of that. But I'm saying like the only thing that's kind of kept you involved was like I think the like the monsters are actually pretty well. Like, yeah, the monsters. Uh, like I got no like, complaints. A nice variety of like stuff in that. Well, let's sense. get to the point though. The point is, I feel like the world building's not great. Third season, people will watch it probably, or let they might boycott it now because they're mad that Henry Cavill's but gone. Way, you, but you they may not even watch it. They might not even watch it because they're mad that he's gone, or some people won't even realize I mean, that like he's not gone most, yet. To be fair, it is like the fourth or fifth most watched thing on like Netflix of all time. Like so, so it is a it is ve- like incredibly popular. People, we have to realize. But well, there are valid criticisms, but it but doesn't mean let's be honest. Now let's get popular. into the recasting. They're replacing him with the least talented Hemsworth, right? <laughs> I don't want to be like too. I haven't seen Liam Hemsworth <laughs> in anything, and like he's everybody's years. least favorite okay. Hemsworth. But also, I felt like he, he certainly gets cast. He's in less like big roles. He's than not he used Eli to. Manning. Like, he's not like uh, he's not the other Manning. He's the other guy that never played football. I don't know. Like I know he obviously is an actor, but he's not. He's not. Like he just is. They needed a guy. He, he's like younger than like Cavill though. I, I and to be fair, like Cavill is in, in, as good as Cavill is. Cavill t- looks a bit young to be Geralt, and like that doesn't help when you're getting like a guy that looks even younger than him. And I don't think like he regenerates. And to be fair, I didn't think I didn't really I didn't view Cavill as Geralt at all. Like when okay. he got when he got um like announced. Yeah. I thought, like, oh, he's a big dude. Like, obviously, he's going to fit, like, the physicality of the role. But he didn't, like, strike me as, like, he would being able to pull off, like, the vibe of Geralt. Not that Geralt's the most complex. The not that so Geralt's good. the most complex character in the world. Like, he's, if, like, he's, he's like, the he's like the tough, like, kind of quiet, like, grunty guy. He grunts a lot more than most yes, other he, people. Like, and that's kind of his, like, main, yes. like, unique. That's every just meme. Grunting. Is, like, just him saying, you know. That's but to be it. fair, like Geralt's, you just gotta. Geralt's a very, very fun like character. Yes. Okay, uh, so let's know. get to the point. The point is ultimately they recasting him, and people are mad, and they're gonna yeah. boycott it, or they're gonna do a petition, and we'll see what happens. A petition. They're gonna. That was. It's on. It's you know me Except and my. Dad, you know I, me and petitions. I'm banning, I'm banning petitions. <laughs> show. We're not talking about petitions. I'm gonna. I no. We're gonna make fun of people no, that not, think no, a petition not, no, is no, going not, to fix they, it. They don't deserve even like credence. They okay. don't deserve like my breath. Like you're wasting like years of my life okay. talking about like okay. Well, wait till like the air I breathe. Wait till like, like it's <laughs> Avatar. So well, that's all I got on that one. <laughs> all right. Great. That's all we have. Anyway, I'll watch one. Come so either way, I'll watch one more season of The Witcher. And yeah, then I'm going to watch one more like, season. And then, well, to be fair, to be and fair. I, let's, let's be fair. If we like it, I'll give Hemsworth a try. I'm not those people. And maybe they've adjusted behind maybe the Maybe he'll be maybe good. Because, again, like, the second season is better than the first season, I think. Sure. So, like. Yeah, definitely. I, like, I would say. So, they improved slightly. It yeah. wasn't quite. It still wasn't quite where it needed to be. But maybe they'll do an even better third season. Hopefully, we'll get. Either way, hopefully, we get a decent goodbye. Right. To, like, Geralt at, or right. Cavill's 
Geralt, or at least like we he gets to do some cool shit right. before he goes. So all right, well let's skip all the Avatar stuff for now. Uh, sure, why not? Uh, Willow trailer. There's a Willow trailer There's out. Been a bunch of Willow trailers. There's right there. a lot of Willow stuff out. Uh, Willow comes out at the end of November, correct? Yeah. I think that is. Yeah. The end of um, this is a Disney Plus property. No, fantasy esque. We talked about this a little bit, just you and I yesterday, obviously not on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously Willow was created by George Lucas. It was kind of like after Star Wars came out. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, the guy who plays Wicket, you know, e- you know, the Ewok mm-hmm. is yeah, work, yeah. uh, who's been around for a long time. He was a, he was a young kid. Mm-hmm. Um, Ron Howard directed it, I believe. Yeah, I so. um, Val Kilmer's in there. But... I remember my friends and I going to see Willow when we were in high school or college or whatever it was. And I think most of us kind of viewed Willow as kind of like, now Star Wars is fantasy anyway, but I feel like they went with the, if, if George Lucas did his, I, I think George Lucas did pure fantasy. If George fantasy. Lucas did Game of, did um Lord of the Rings, this is what it would look like. It's like, like George Lucas's approach to like a medieval fantasy type yes. concept. His version of Tolkien. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot lighter. Um, then obviously Lord then of the Rings, Tolkien, yeah. then even Tolkin. It's it's and to be oh, honest, they might make it a little bit. More many of the characters, like if you watch it now, I think, and if you listen, if you watch it with this in mind, it just reminds you of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like Val Kilmer's kind of like the Han Solo character. The princess is like Princess Leia. Um, See, that's why I kind of got the Willow. Vibe. Willow's kind of like a comet. He's kind of like Luke Skywalker. Yeah. To be fair, like, he's got the he's got the he's the thing. Yeah, I know there's a newer trailer, but like the D twenty three trailer, which is the one I've I've watched a few times. Like that one, that trailer gives me some like Star Wars vibes off of it. Sure. Like the one with the, that has like the three like yeah. like kind of cr- like creepy looking uh, like obviously the villain characters yeah. or whatever in it. And those ones I'm like, okay, so this is like a. So I'm like, okay, so like the vibe that I'm seeing with the characters and even like the like the type of jokes and stuff is very, very, very light. Right. But then you even see like the super kind of dark stuff, which is kind right. of like Star Wars, because Star Wars yeah. is a very much like sure, a kind of an isolated like kind of like fantasy story with like a, a kind of a smaller group of characters taking place in a world where there's a lot of non-fantasy shit going on and a very real lived-in place, but just in this one corner, our heroes are having this fantasy-esque adventure. That is Star Wars. Like, in in this bubble, there's a fantasy-esque... All of Star Wars, the universe itself, is not this fantasy... I, I think that's a really of, good... Of, like, that's a really good way of looking like, at like, it. Like, again, the yeah. Star Wars universe is not the vibe of the Star Wars movies. That is the frame of, like, the of the saga films, in my mind, when sure. I watch it. It's supposed to be, like... This is, like, supposed to be, like, kind of the more kind of like outlandish fantasy story that is happening within like a larger more real place and right. that kind of was the vibe i got off of the willow trailer well, let me when i saw so the again again haven't seen again there. i haven't seen the movie in a long time and i'm not i'm gonna get when we get closer to the to the release of the yeah. show i'm gonna watch the movie again mm-hmm. um and it's a good movie um it's a it, there was nothing wrong with it it, it wasn't a huge hit or anything mm-hmm. But it's obviously had a, a following for a lot of years, hence the show coming back. I've seen a lot of people um, have and, like, and, great and nostalgia for it. It's that's what I just said. Like yeah. it's kind of got a nice. It's always had a nice following. It's not the greatest property in, in the history of film. It's not the worst. Um, but what I'm looking forward to with this is that I don't think it takes itself super serious. Like it's not going to try to do, and we kind of talked about this, like this thing where we're going to take Tolkien, we're going to do Rings of 
the, the rings of power or whatever it's called. And and we're going to we're going to make this like do these things that aren't even really about the book because the book's very black and white in terms of good and evil. I yeah. don't think Willow's going to do that. No, I think Willow's like pretty gonna much going to be there's dark forces. There's people that are fighting. And I think, you know, like, obviously, you know, I think the only person I, I really I think the princess maybe has a guest appearance. I think really the only character back from the original thing is Willow. Um, everybody no, the else guy, is the friend of the small dude is from. The, oh, yeah, that's a big, apparently that guy yeah. is from some of the original one, too. But I think, I've, I've noticed a lot of people because I watch like the people. I'm react. pretty sure that the two little guys, to, yeah. the two little guys that are the R2-D2 C-3PO. Yeah. But the best way to describe oh, okay. them, I'm yeah. pretty sure it was the actors that played Lenny and Squiggy. On oh. the Laverne and Shirley show, we're both both act. Well, the one actor is the guy who played. Um, um, we just talked about yeah, it. Um, the spinoff for Breaking Bad. Um, Saul. Saul. Saul's brother is a very well-known actor, but he just happened to be in Laverne and Shirley as Lenny and Squeaky. I may have gotten that wrong, but I. But the two characters that are kind of like the weird little short guys are basically C three PO and R two D two. I don't know where I was going. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I mean, and if I don't like it, I'll stop that. watching it. I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna like. I'm not married to it. I'm not like. I have to watch it. If it's not good, I think it's going to be good. It looks decent. It looks pretty solid. You like, know? There's a lot of like kind of you no know, actors I recognize actually. Yeah. So, and, and, the, and when I've seen in terms of production values, the production values look good. I like Forrest Whitaker. Not Forrest Whitaker. What's his name? Uh, Warwick Davis. But I don't know why Warwick I said Forrest yeah, Whitaker. Yeah, so. He's back, and he's really yeah. only about fifty something. No, he's Warwick. Yeah, Warwick. He was a little a kid when he. You think, yeah. I don't think people realize when he was playing like the Ewok, what he's most famous he like for, kid, yeah. that he was like a kid. And like he was like, like ten. A, almost every, he was a he's little been kid. In a lot of those other Star Wars films since then. In yeah, the he's background. yeah he's, he's been in a bunch of things. Star Wars characters. Yeah. He's done a lot of stuff. So yeah, he's been he's, he's a, been around and mm-hmm. done obviously been around Lucasfilm a lot. Yeah, good welcome, good for him. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've actually, that's what I'm most happy about, that Warwick Davis is get to literally lead, like, a Disney Plus show. Like, <laughs> so like Well, again, that's the, that's the, Oh, like, I just remember what I was thinking about. I, fo- I found a lot of people that uh, were kind of like, like, because when did, like, Willow come out when you were, like, high school? Yeah. So, like, I found a bunch of people that seemingly were, like, almost, like, younger than, like, you, maybe, like, in their 30s and stuff I was seeing that were, like, kind of, like, react people that kind of react to trailers and stuff. And, like, a lot of people, like, in that age group kind of, like, were getting very like nostalgic for it so it seems to be like a lot of people that saw it when they were a kid it was 88 so okay. i was it so I a lot would, of people that so you saw know, it when they were a kid or like when they maybe in the 90s they were growing up and their parents i, I think that's a really i think that's i think that's a really good point here. because in 88 i was already in college mm-hmm. i was already probably i was junior in college so you're totally right i think mm-hmm. the people that are slightly younger than me they're probably like 50 yeah. have a higher level of nostalgia because remember i said it came out after he was kind of done with star yeah. wars he didn't really know what else he was working on he was doing some Indiana Jones movies, but like he, like mm-hmm. George Lucas didn't have a lot going on after Return of the Jedi. Like yeah. you know, he did like I said, he had Indiana Jones, and then this was his and next he explored, big thing. Uh, more more Star Wars stuff in the on like the wider wings. Yeah, but so. I mean, really, to be honest, like this was kind of like a a dark time. <laughs> it was the dark time, like where he didn't have he had Star Wars, he had Indiana Jones, but I mean, it was kind of even that was in between like 
Well, to, um, be, to be fair, like it's kind of if you look at it one way, it's kind I, of like, and I okay. totally I think that's a really good point. I think people that are slightly younger than me have a lot more nostalgia because they kind of grew up with Willow more than I did because I was already. To be fair, I've always looked at kind of like the weird kind of break that Lucas seemingly takes, like between like the two trilogies, as like okay, sure. he does like the three Star Warses, he does like Willow and Indiana Jones, kind of in that period, and then like he gets to like what like nineteen ninety ish basically, and he's got nothing going on, and then he basically spends a decade like on the prequels. That's kind of he, what he happens. Ca- and I've seen like, some interviews again, he where. Not to mention like the amount that he's involved in like industrial light and magic and stuff, right? Like in the background. And, uh, no, you're you're right about that. Like I remember that. I remember again, an Lucas interview is, like, directly involved with the development I, of so much. Technology, I remember interviews so. in the '90s when he decided that he wanted to do more with Star Wars again. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't really have a, and and there was a lot of backlash in the beginning because I think people just wanted sequels. Yeah, they didn't really want prequels, mm-hmm. and that was kind of. I still think that's part of why people were kind of goofy towards the prequels originally because. Um, I think they wanted to see Luke Skywalker and, and Han Solo. I don't think, pe- I don't think people, because again, there's like the, there's until real, they came out. There's until a real they came ambition out. to the prequels that are, he just wasn't the the filmmaker to kind of realize. But like you do, like there is like a level of like the original trilogy being a very much a good and evil kind of story. Because that's the, that's the kind of the vibe of like the, especially the original trilogy. I sure. think that that vibe is eroded somewhat, especially when the prequels where it gets very grayed. And blurred, like, the line between, like, good and evil, obviously, because, like, right. obviously the Republic is the Empire and all that, with the weirdness of that. Right. And, like, so you have, like, a, a <clears throat> kind of, like, a more simplistic uh, good versus evil story with, like, the, even though there is, like, a lot more subtlety to it, obviously, with, like, Andor and, like, Rogue One has added plenty to it. But, like, with the original trilogy, but the prequels are a bit more... There's a bit more po- like poli- political like importance to it, a bit more nuance. If you like, think of everything, it's not executed as well. Let me let me make but, a point about that. So I think I agree with you on that a lot. I think if you think about it, most of the stuff that we really like flip about Star Wars on its head. Let me. Yeah. If we think about the stuff that you and I really love about Star Wars, not counting the movies one through six, mm-hmm. everything really, except maybe not Mando, has a vibe that's really similar to the prequels clone wars um rogue one is obviously a bit more like episode four Mm -hmm. just because of the nature of it but i think most of the stuff we really like really is and even how we like what we're watching now with andor is so much more about that dark more political stuff that we see with um that are really inspired by the prequels, not so much the original trilogy. Well, even if, like, even, like, prequel era, like, so for the Star Wars shows, and this very much comes across in Mandalorian, given it's, like, a, some of the same writers, mainly uh, Filoni. Right. But, like, you very much see the structure of, like, Clone Wars episodes in much of the live action. Right. It's, they're, like, it's, you can very much, they just are kind of, like, like there are a bunch of, like, 35-minute Mando episodes. That right. very much have the pace of like a Clone Wars episode. Yeah, that's what my point like, is. Yeah, but like they're just a bit longer. But you can yeah. tell it's almost like stylistically this is like, though it's like, this they. Is what we, it's almost like Lucasfilm being like, "This is what we've done in like, in like the past, the TV based or like right. episode episodic based." Yeah, that's like and that was the point I made. And making. then like, and obviously I think there was a level of like almost transition for like a guy like Filoni to like actually be able to change from like the twenty minute style that he was like perfected honestly or not perfected but like did a very no, no, good no, he's job pretty damn close he's to a pretty he does a pretty solid job of making like 
like intriguing episodes like on a pretty regular basis. Right. You've been watching a lot. Actually, yeah, no, I lately recently. have been watching. I'm watching the Clone Wars, and you're lately. on the later seasons, which is like yeah. the and that's kind of where I'm getting to Which is kind of when like the animation gets up to like a really impressive level, and when the storytelling reaches a good level as well. Right, well let's season move on to that because we're going to come back and talk about that a little more when we get to Andor. Yeah, stuff definitely. At the end. So speaking, speaking of, of the Star sequels, Wars, right? yeah. speaking of the sequels. So Kathleen Kennedy, in some kind of press—I don't even know what the context was. So you're it was an—it was an article or an interview or something. And basically, Lucasfilms, which is Kathleen Kennedy's division, admitted that the prequels were rushed. The pre- Se- sequels, sequels, the were rushed. sequels were rushed. And 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 it was. And here's what the quote was. And I, I'm not getting exactly right. That we were pressured by the fans to produce something. And then what we produced, the fans didn't like. <laughs> so she's not wrong. Um, nope. Actually, that's she is completely wrong because there wasn't a single person in the world that was like, "We need you to make Star." Because again, because you want to. Because here's the thing: like you, you here that that's great, but the, you acted like it was so hard. You had a fucking script when you bought Lucasfilm. You bought. The sequel script. I'm not saying from George Lucas, and you threw it out. You put it in the fucking <laughs> shredder. So fuck yourself, Kathleen Whoa. Kennedy. Like just Whoa. like oh, they want no, no. There's not a single Star Wars easy. fan that would have that would have <laughs> complained if Disney waited ten years if they had just you know like designed like because again they never once treated Star Wars like they were they had to like there was a little bit of it with um. At least, like, the, with the way they treated, like, uh, the first one when right. it came out. Like, uh, Force Awakens. Force Awakens felt like an event when it came back, at least. And, like, in a sense, at least in the feel of... Like, I was, that movie feels the most like a Star Wars movie of the three. Sure. And, and it's the only one that is, like, that can, that that is, like, passable, in my mind, as, like, a film. It, it, or is it even a Star Wars... And I have great problems with Force Awakens, and I think it has, like, plenty of, like, kind of, like... Things that kind of set the franchise up for failure. Not to mention, it's a horrible world building film. Like I don't need to get on that rant again. Yeah, we've done but, that um, twelve times. So, it's it's the movie really is the hair. It's a movie for Harrison Ford, and and that's really and some other characters bringing back some other characters. Yeah. But I agree, the J.J. Abrams. Um, but there's not a single Star Wars fan. Though. The, the J.J. verse. The best way to describe it is like we do in Star bad, Trek. Good thing. It's the J.J. verse, and that's the problem with it. And 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 the same reason why Star Trek fans don't like the J.J. verse. They don't. The same reason I think Star Wars fans don't like the J.J. verse. And that's the best way to describe those three movies. There also, are JJ it's funny that the corporate, like the corporations, you know, acting like the consumer actually like they listen. Well, to the I'm consu- not saying like they listen. To I'm the not consumer. saying that. Like, I'm not is, saying <laughs> I agree it's with. Laughable. Like it, it was just funny that all of a sudden we've got this weird statement that came well, yeah, out like, and because again like you they're know, probably getting like enough pressure at this point because again like even Andor like Andor she's great, trying to rewrite history. Because, again, like, we've gotten to Andor, which is, like, really good. And I don't think, like, it's the it's a weird show, like, in the, the space it occupies. And even with its name. And it's, like, a Rogue One spinoff, kind of. So it's I'm still like, waiting for the so, Ewoks. <laughs> I don't know, man. Just Well, I mean, I, I don't really have anything else on that except that. I mean, so it's just ridiculous. we still got a like, bunch of other things we want to get to. Again, we've said last week, hopefully she's gone by the time Indiana Jones comes about. And then she can just bow out. I really hope she's gone leave. soon. The, uh, Ironically, Cause she's like, because there's no point. Because again, you, you also ironically have making she's, she, she, she's been involved in Indiana Jones, and yeah. she's not been a prominent Indiana no, Jones. No, no, no. But she was never in charge of Indiana Jones. No. And this is the only thing that that 
I think money are creative, right? That those two mean well, the same thing. We've already if had this. Lots of we've money, already had totally... this discussion about Kathleen Kennedy twenty seven. Yeah, oh, she is. So. She's just a money person. She doesn't develop things. She's she's a she's a again. If I had a script and I wanted to win an Oscar, I'd hire Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah, okay, but that's yeah, but she's. I have, if I have an idea. Her genre. I want her to fund the idea. Great. Her genre. That's great, man. Her genre is Oscar movies, and this is not what or she's like involved movies, in. Kind of. Yeah, she's not a fandom. Which is person. stupid that she didn't understand that she actually you know had to make something that lived up and wasn't just like a modern like bullshit mainstream rendition of star wars instead of like you know actually making a competent sequel because again here's the thing as much as you don't like the prequels the prequels are striving for something pretty and that has been and even if like the message but now everybody likes the prequels exactly which is they started off which was honestly they honestly they did one weird thing where there was it's say like early 2000s there was a weird level of like prequel hate. Yeah. That has dissipated completely, mainly because of the sequels, but also because like of like like Clone Wars had started to eat away at a generation okay, by that well, point. Me... So right when Clone Wars was starting to become like the the, the behemoth it was, yeah. they started doing their trilogy and like completely ignoring anything prequel related. They it was like the plague. So anything po- like slightly political, anything like uh or like in the politics of the Star Wars galaxy, anything in the theme or vibe of the prequels was gone. They they kill they put well, rebels out, which is like different here's, vibes. Here's what's really wrong with the prequels. Um, I mean, I think we've talked about this before, but yeah. I think most people like me that aren't as I mean, I'm I'm farther into Star Wars than most people are. But I think the average person, and you kind of said it a few minutes ago. Is probably the problem was was some of the filmmaking choices were bad. So like, um, too much like the all the clone troopers being CGI horrible CGI. was was terrible, especially back then. Um, Jar Jar is so fucking obnoxious that a lot of people couldn't get past Jar Jar. Um, and to be honest, like the little kid in the first movie, and I feel bad because he's obviously had been like butchered over over his life by because he well, was honestly. If I had to, if I have to, be some honest. of the directing hurt the. I I don't like. No one complains about like like the scope of the movies. The scope is accurate. No, the, the, the thing, the idea is like so grand. Yes. Like the idea of like the, the the political machinations of like right. one dude and like the the failure of a whole republic yeah. and then like the and the, the using story's there. and then the using the actual yeah. and then like kind of using the actual real discontent with the government yeah. to then usher in like which again which is like literally history and like is very and relevant. That's why, and it's even very relevant now. Well, that's um, why it's grown. That's why I think it's grown in stature and appreciation mm-hmm. because I think people now and and I don't. Truly. And, and it, it's they were they were definitely they were super ambitious. And I think that. Um, and to be he, fair, he he tripped on stupid stuff like marketing, like making too many toys. Yeah. Um, I don't you know, like, it was too big. It, I don't think the, it was possible for maybe if like they if a new hope was not a new hope. Uh, the Jedi. Phantom Menace was more. Like just in the background, like if like if the Phantom Menace was like a story that was just told or like me- mentioned within the other films, because I don't think you could tell like the way like again, I think even now the story was only been fully completed with like all of the additional Clone Wars 
information. Right. I think that genuinely completes well, the whole picture. Before, we've like, said genuinely. before that, that uh, I think you said it, that yeah. the Clone Wars and Peloni have fixed what we know about the prequels. Yeah. It's just very, is, that, that, that's that big idea that Lucas had. It's just very hard to like do all the twists and turns, right. to like do the big falls and massive changes in personalities of characters, and, to, and of falls of entire orders and rise of empires. And, How do you do I'll that in three too, movies? And that's what, a lot And those do. movies like, are a bit rushed because you weren't doing three-hour movies back then. No, they're not really. So they're they a little longer they're ones. Real, and, they, yeah. they probably would have been served a little bit with, modern, some, yeah. with, with maybe an extra half an hour. Um, here and there, um, things oh, like the that. Lord of the Ring, they're too far off from like say, the Lord of the Ring movies. No, but I feel like, like they were just the they needed to be. All the technology is probably more expensive. Well, I mean, like, like again, the, the too much CG. Like, like, like guys like me, I was pissed because I was used to a Yoda puppet, mm-hmm. and then I got a CGI Yoda, and I just didn't feel like it's felt right. And and I know that's a silly little minor thing, but he got way too impressed with the with the with the technology, yeah. and everything was green screen. And that I think I don't hurt think the movie. I realized a bit. how fast the technology would grow and develop too. Like, because again, because I, I think yeah. like I think the prequels aren't the worst things in the world, but they don't like certain stuff doesn't stand up nearly as well as like the, it could. But the in, space like, battles do. Oh yes, but a lot of the, the models and stuff are all yeah, like, like like that. All like the, I don't know. I still don't understand that because like even especially in three is like the best in the in, is the best example. Like those space battle like three is just the about beginning as good as of like, three. Yeah, like those like models and the spaceships yeah. you see there. But you are know, about did as that good scene. as anything model. But you know, directed that whole first sequence. Uh, I actually don't know. Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Yeah, it makes sense. No, he did. It like Lucas sense. when he said, "I am overwhelmed." Yeah. And I need someone to help me with this entire first sequence. And he's like, and it's his best friend. So Spielberg and was like only... he just came in and just helped him storyboard and again, it. And that's like the only bit of and again, it's like probably the best like 20 minutes of the prequels maybe. I don't agree with There's that. There's like some really good banter in there. There's like a Duke of Anakin. There's like a Palpatine yeah. like tempting Anakin to the side. There's like R2 being himself. There's I don't. A space I don't. Battle. Yeah, I like mean, it's nuts how good like that for after the the kind of the <laughs> up and down that one and two is yeah. to then run into three and it's like oh that they just nailed twenty five minutes of this opening like which, which is yeah. like they never would have expected given the previous two films. It's like, it's funny because obviously like we know now what happens between episode two and episode three because of Clone Wars. Yeah. But. Like you go in and all of a sudden, like Anakin's real dark, and not that he wasn't dark at the end of the second movie, but he's really dark because there's a time jump, obviously, because of the Clone Wars, and we're just supposed to feel like, oh well, war has changed. See, him. I think it would have been better suited. Like, first off, I I think the like say the prequels are like five years delayed, right? And say like the first one is in 2004 instead of in 1989. Instantly, like the technology is less annoying. Well, yeah, but he didn't he didn't know that. Well, obviously, but I'm just saying, just like the and gen- he and he was his the, Lucas the, the films was the booms are longer. Lucas like, films was significantly involved in the creation of that technology. Very true. Actually, that, that's actually 100 true. Mean, like Lucas films and Pixar, he, he literally developed 90 percent of, of what so. we see nowadays the because of the work yeah. of mm-hmm. Pixar, which people don't realize. Pixar and industrial light and magic. Industrial light and, magic. Yeah. and again, there's a thing, and I've started watching. I haven't finished it on. Um, on Disney Plus about the history of Industrial Light and Magic. Yeah. And those people had no idea what they were doing. Which no, they're is, just like trying to figure it they out. They were literally a bunch of guys, like, it was like the Beatles. They just had a bunch of guys that just, that didn't really know what they were doing and just figured it all out and it was somehow it all worked. Field, so. It just all worked. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, do you want to do my, my bit on Scorsese or just no, skip it? No, we're just it? skipping. I don't, I'm not talking about that old bitch. 
Okay. <laughs> he's mad. He's a cranky old dude. Like, is, that's all it is. Well, like, I, get like, off. Just because he's, he's like, just because he has like 17 Oscars or whatever, doesn't mean that he's not also a cranky old dude. He is like, a cranky old dude. He can be both. He, like, he's, he's, it's either him or Cameron who wins the, you know, get off my lawn. Nobody's saying. Nobody's walking around like, the MCU should get the Oscar every year. That, nobody said that. There hasn't been one MCU nobody, movie that's like, nobody. we love this and we're going to give it the Oscar. There's stupid fans that think it's that. Like, and he wants people to. And game should have won also, an Oscar. No, it to, shouldn't. If you want people to like go see your, if you're, and if you're, <laughs> if you're, if your thing is one that. This is like a trigger for you. It really is. It's, like, it's fucking <laughs> stupid. Like if you really. Again, that's why I called the want, old man. Is, is get off my wants, lawn. Is he mad that people it's are going to see my, those films yes. instead of like art or whatever he's talking no. about? Like. The context, the context of this conversation. This is the again. Yeah, I, the only okay, let me explain realizes, it now. Right? Like, let me talk. <laughs> Jesus. So no, like I always. This is the get off my lawn award. You know, like the old yeah. man get off my lawn award. So what Scorsese was complaining about, and he, this is where he's kind of right, <sighs> and th- and then we'll move on. Uh, he was basically saying that. Hollywood and in general, like streaming services and everything are obsessed with how much movie box offices make Um, where 20 years ago, they didn't need to like triple and quadruple their money. Movies were allowed to be minor hits and some movies were allowed to lose money like they knew Ridley Scott knew that Blade Runner was going to lose money. And he wanted to make you're it. You're bringing me to a. We gotta get off this. You're bringing me to a political place. Uh, no, I have, so, I have the answers, but the no, but not uh, so fit that was podcast. that was his only <laughs> that was his only point was in this article. So he's, so, so, he's, so he's critiquing capitalism. He he was is he that, was trying, is that what he's no trying to he do? was saying he's that inadvertently he's saying capitalism. that and, and this is where he's wrong though. <laughs> this is why he's wrong, and because he is an old man, and this is where he gets himself off. That's all he's criticizing here. No, what he's, he's wrong like, about is that. There are places where you can go make these projects now. Those are called streaming services, and they don't care if yeah, like Hulu, like Hulu, Netflix, like Amazon Prey. Prime. There's a that. lot of things on those streaming services that they greenlight and get made, and they don't think they're going to make money because they don't need to make money on Netflix. that one because they're Dude, making like, eight zillion dollars. Let me finish. Off his properties? Like, no, he doesn't get. He thinks that the movies are where all this stuff gets done now. He thinks that all these movies are going to even though they're going to lose money, even though that's not the economics of movies anymore, but it is the economics of streaming services. If you have some great project that you want to get greenlighted, you will get Netflix and a lot of these other streaming services because they're willing to take chances on things and they're hoping it becomes Stranger Things. And if it doesn't, they cancel it. But they give a lot of young filmmakers a shot. Like that, what's that multiverse movies that we we watched? To be be fair, I will say like this happens a lot. Netflix is like one of their main critiques is like they start all these shows, but like there's a lot of shows that get like pretty decent followings enough where like there's enough people to complain about it for a good amount of time and then they get canceled after a season or two on netflix yeah. so like there is a level of where I, this isn't the worst thing he's ever said no it's not to be fair like i no, understand he's where he's coming from but again like like i don't know man just just shut up and promote your movie did he say anything about marvel this time I, I no he didn't this time then, he had like, nothing to say about marvel okay then though, that's what i just assume every time i think he was like, insinuating that they only they want everything to be endgame I don't think he didn't say that. I'm right, moving on because I don't want you to be all upset over there. 
Uh, tell me about, uh, you know, Wonder Man. Tell, I don't, first of all, I have no idea what Wonder Man is. I don't is. fucking know either, man. Just so, but it's been announced. I mean, it, it's a, either a show, might be a special presentation. There's some rumor about that. Um, this is announced, a Marvel property. Actor, this is a Marvel property. Uh, yes, it's a Marvel property. And um, he is a superhero. <laughs> yes. I, I don't know anything about Wonder Man. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's not related to Wonder Woman. They're not no, related. It's not, not cousins. It's not the, no. it's the male woke version of Wonder Woman. Sure. But I, I think he can like teleport in like, but I think he's just a strong dude. If I remember he's, well, he's cause like, he's wonderful. I don't know. I think he has a bunch of stupid powers. But either way, like, I <laughs> fucking, it's a Yaya, is that what's the name? Uh, it's you have, you have Yaya Ab- Abdul Mateen II. Yeah. Uh, who's most known for, like, uh, I don't know, probably Aquaman. He was black. He was in Aquaman, but he was, was also like, when. Who's, who's, you know, if I remember the guy who's just, like, there to set up the next movie in, like, yes. Aquaman. Yeah, yeah. That, he's them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's but like, he's also the, in. That's um, the stupidest part of Aquaman is that that dude has no reason to be in it. Right, but isn't he in the other thing too? Um, he's like because there's the one scene in Aquaman where like he he's like he fights the guys on a right. submarine, which again doesn't have anything to do with the rest. Of the- Actually, does it? Yeah, it does. Oh, because they got hired, right? It's yes. part of the whole thing. But either way, like it's just totally a side, like it's like a total like side fiasco yeah. throughout the entire film. But he's also. But he's good. He's but fine. isn't he Doctor Manhattan too? But mainly he's Doctor Manhattan, which he won an Emmy for, and he was really good in that role. And he's been in a bunch of so other let's focus on like that. Oscar bait. Uh, 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 I hate the word Oscar. I say yeah, Oscar bait a lot. Yeah, you, should, you shouldn't say. Which that. is probably a more derogatory term. Than it, it isn't. No, I, it's not probably. I don't, I don't mean. There's it no. Uh, yeah, you don't mean, don't mean it derogatory it at all. But I just think when I say Oscar bait, I just mean like <laughs> movie that like is kind of in like the more high drama like sphere that's maybe aiming for like award season. But you're not. You're not wrong. It's just, they it's just, know. It is, a, it is a somewhat depre- uh, depreciating term. but uh, No, it's a little bit that way. Like, uh, But there's nothing wrong with that because they know what their movie is. If you go in and you pitch your movie to Kathleen Kennedy, whoever it is, and you're saying, I think we can win an Oscar with this. I mean, that's what The Godfather was. They, they wanted to win. Less, they thought they could. They wanted to make a movie that would win the Oscar. Yeah. And to be fair, there is less value in that now. It's considering um, nobody watches. I, um, but but again, they do. They still I, do but, fight out the the, but, the the studios still do fight for it, though. Don't I, get me wrong. It, there's they still. It, it is a. It's 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 the, the PR prestige. campaigns and winning still the Oscars, massive, winning the Super Bowl. So there it in, is. It yeah. is not it's nothing not like anymore. As much of a, they don't like, care about the Oscars on TV, but winning the Oscars freaking huge. It, it's less of a like a more of like a public um yeah. like spectacle now than it used to be. But it's more of like in the industry. Like, like this is still like a fight we're still having. Industry like, like if I'm mention like it's the industry if people i'm that are, tristar the films people that are picking if, so if like, i'm tristar i'm warner brothers i'm whatever it, i want to win a, a popularity context yeah. amongst themselves so like yes they it can't be self-important to that group of people like even if the wider people the wider country i guess i, I don't cares disagree less, and less about I, I mean, the oscars you know like, like what do you always be a what do you makes the joke all they do is hollywood is they give out awards like you know greatest fascist dictator i mean it is like it is a bubble but like but but at this, because the only people who voted on it are the people in the. But winning but again, an Oscar want, like, is still the biggest thing that you can do. But then again, there's also plenty of people in the general public that like don't create anything that I don't want to have any say over what's good art or not. True, I have to be honest with you. True. So, like, so I'm actually yeah, kind of fine like, with like being podcasters vocal. like so, us. We shouldn't have any either way. Say it's that. gonna be bad and stupid. So <laughs> nobody's gonna get it right. Okay. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, you said that they cast. Wait, how it. do we get from that? To, were we talking about like fucking Wonder Man? <laughs> yeah, because Yahya Abdul Mateen. But anyway, yes, very excited. Um, has been in a I lot of Oscar about, bait I, I didn't movies, care about Wonder Man said. at all. 
but um, who? like as a character, who? Shut up, man. But uh, he's a good. I like that actor a lot, though. Okay. So I'm, I'm like, maybe I'll, I actually have more of an uh, I don't know, an interest in that show now, if that makes sense. Now that he's in it, there's some rumor that Bob Odenkirk was being eyed for a that role was, as well that in being, that show. So that was being spread around. So if you get a couple yeah. more things like that, um, then maybe you're gonna have yourself uh, not to mention that Wonder Man is like kind of like a West Coast Avenger, okay. which is kind of where like the Vision, uh. We think Vision Quest that we talked about last week, right? Uh, I don't know if we talked about it on the show. That there's a lot of talk that Vision. Vision. That seems very likely. They're working on a Vision show or something. Vision Quest. White Vision. But yeah, but the Vision that we saw at the end of Falcon. Yes. Well, he's any White Vision. Yeah, but the new version they built or whatever. They they don't call which that that is a like kind of. Do they still call him White Vision? Because that seems problematic. They call him White. Actually, I think they do call him White Vision in the comics. (laughs) No, but I think if you're right, if they're developing a show, we're going to start getting things like West Coast Avengers and things like that. Then we're going to have to have the East Coast, West Coast battle. The run that like they'll start uh, shooting each other. The the title comes from like the title Vision Quest is from like a West Coast Avengers like thing. And Wonder Man is like one of the more prominent members there. Like Scarlet Witch is in that team. I think War Machine. Maybe well, we have to like, get her back. Hawkeye her usually is the leader of that team, though. So I have no idea if like that means we're going to like. Get well, Hawkeye, maybe the, like, his back. daughter or no, whoever's taking over. There is two versions of the team. What, isn't what's her face taking? Over? There's 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 a kind of an older version of the team that has like more of the old Hawkeye, Wonder Man, right. and people like that. But then there's also a team that has um, Kate Bishop lead it with a, some younger people like America Chavez <clears throat> and stuff. But I'm imagining that she's going to be on the. Young is, Avengers. Is Matthew Modine going to be in Vision Quest? Matthew, uh, no, not the Matthew Modine. Not 1980. Not the <laughs> Modine movie or whatever the fuck year it is. Like, <laughs> Matthew Modine. He's a high school wrestler. Yes. And he gets seduced by a woman gets, that's way too old for him. And he gets murdered by no, he, he and sniper rifles. No, he wins the wrestling <laughs> something. Isn't Matthew Modine the guy from Stranger Things? It's a bizarre movie. It was isn't, a fun isn't movie. Matthew Modine the villain? In, like, isn't that like yeah from Papa and Stranger Things? Or yeah, whatever? Papa. Yeah, it's <laughs> like whatever. Well, why? Why Brenner, is that his name? Brenner? Is that his name? Yeah, Loudon Swan is his character's name in Vision Quest. Oh, um, I don't know. <laughs> well, you realize why he's the bad guy in Stranger yes, Things? Yes, because he's from because yes, he's, he's from, from the eighties. Yes, so, I, get, I mean, well, every, no, but that's I don't every think actor in Stranger Things that's not a child. <laughs> no, no. All the adults, the all the adults are big '80s stars. Yeah. And most people, I think, realize that. I think but besides what Matthew Modine was a big '80s cop, star. I what? Think. The cop. I think. The cop. What's his name? No, he he Is was he in the '80s. <clears throat> I don't think he was around back then. I said besides the cop. Yeah. I'm saying like I don't think the David Harbour. Paul Reiser. But obviously, like, what's her name was the mother. The mother is the biggest yeah, star. Yeah. Most the of 80s, the other like, ones are all. Um, Reiser, especially, yeah. are all mm-hmm. big stars from the '80s. Yeah. So this is so this movie's not about wrestling. Okay. Is what you're yeah, no. Me. Okay. I've killed that joke, so we can move on. Great. So. Um, other than Marvel thing, right? I, I, I hate thing, to right? say, like, oh, great, a sh- another character that nobody knows nothing about. I mean, Albert Plaza is talented. I mean, I'm, that's the good news. Again, Marvel d- like continues to just cast, and that's the thing. Like Marvel just can every casting I see for Marvel, I'm like, well, that's a talented direct actor. I'm like, oh, that's another. Well, talented they do. Actor. Are, they like, are attracting. And, 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 like, the, like the talent level seemingly increases. Like as the more farther they get into it. So well, it's a funny thing. Like about, so like you know, as you know, your uncle runs a theater company in Rochester, yeah. New York, and it's a very talented. It's a very amazing theater company, mm-hmm. and and he taught me this a long, long time ago. He said, you know what? They do like a ton of things a year. Mm-hmm. And he goes, but not all of them make money. Yeah. So they do important shows that are by Jewish authors and things like, cause it's, it's run by at the, it's a Jewish community center theater, but yeah. it's semi, it's semi-professional is the best way to describe it. It's, it's more than just amateurs. 
And and um, what's cool about it is is they they do certain shows every year that they know they're going to make a lot of money on. So they kind of sell themselves yeah. out, so to speak. They try to do it to the best of ability. They try to lace the bar on what they're doing. But they do a show they know they can sell out nine performances of. Yeah. And that way they can raise enough money doing those things so they can fund all those other projects that they want to do. So I, if I'm an actor. And I haven't begged and Hold Marvel on. If that. I'm an actor and I want to do a bunch of independent films, do my own thing, and Marvel knocks on my door and they offer me $20 million or whatever an actor gets to be in, in one of these movies, I'm going to do it because then I can afford to go do the things and maybe start my own production company yeah. or whatever it is. So a lot of these actors are smart. Um, they That's use it as a way. There's yeah. one disadvantage Marvel has against like DC in this overall fight. They can't do like, at least at the moment, they, they seem very much not inclined to even to do something both in terms of the, the, uh, the isolation of it and in terms of the matureness of it. They seem very like, like they don't get, have a bat, the Batman. In their like repertoire at the moment, they don't they don't have like a film like that that they can pull out. They don't have the the Joker. They don't have those films like that that are not like MCU films or like like I think Black Panther actually will be the furthest thing removed from like the typical run of the mill like formulaic MCU film that we've had in a while. Okay. But like but they but like the, like DC doesn't they can do a, a really stylistic outside of like the rest of their film film like the batman that's like a bit different yeah. a bit more focused it doesn't have the same like 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 marvel they're not trying to build a universe for, with it for where marvel is like right. i get that like there's a formula and you like find the form and i guess corporations and they find the formula that works and like there's a bit of that to the mcu i don't think every film and every show is the same formula repeated like some people act like it is i don't think like, i don't agree with that but I, i'm I, not trying I, to simplify no, no, that I, much but, yeah but i don't know there's, like, <laughs> James there's Cameron. A, but there's a level of like you like you, you have the most popular thing already by far. You can think have a crazy idea. You can produce better stuff, and like maybe if you produce better stuff, then the overall quality and the line of thinking of what mainstream is will improve to be better. And then, and then you can be instead of like having the same stereotypes that get thrown at you as the MCU, you can just produce things that are well, a bit more competent. And I don't, and they, I, I agree with you because that's what they're doing with Black Panther too. With Black so, Panther one, and Black Panther two, they brought in the an amazing director. So they brought in amazing now. actors and yes. actresses, and they're making something that's groundbreaking. Yeah. And I don't know why they can't apply that to a lesser scale on some some lower levels. It's ridiculous um, that like, I, and I think they have I done that, that successfully, but just not consistently. There's the, I, there's a there's this bullshit between like kind of like franchises I would say like with something like a Star Wars or like a Black Panther or like or not or, or like a Marvel I guess a DC that like well, I guess DC is actually has done it a few times where not like where the, like the studio doesn't treat that film like it can be like a piece of art outside of just being like another like chapter of like a franchise. Like, if that makes sense. Like, too many sure. f- Marvel films just treated like, here's the next, like, chapter that's kind of, like, a bit, like, can be kind of replaced with another film. But instead, it's like, or we can have, like, something. I don't know. I kind of lost my point. I'm not I, sure where you're going with I don't this. know. I lost my train of thought a bit. So okay. Well, let's just. I, I, know what, I know what you're saying there. I, I don't just. They. they 
I think sometimes what Marvel, what, I think what you're trying to say is that yeah. Marvel sometimes gets so concerned about putting out a bunch of content instead of making sure that everything is up to the same level that it should be. Mm-hmm. Because, and they waste actors or maybe, but maybe if they bring in an amazing actor, they should also be looking for who's the best young independent director. They did that with Thor Ragnarok. They like got a hot like, young well, director. I'm just a good example. You know, why, like one of the first times I've ever seen this done and like Tom, like, like Tom Cruise actually like as a producer is kind of like like Marvel doesn't always and like sometimes they do every once in a while they get like a better director and like they they get a gem obviously because that's kind of how Marvel works it's like you get like three four films a year and maybe one or two of them are really good that's kind of what it, what the MCU has been for like most of its run right yeah without that's, that's without a, a doubt shit. but like think about a guy like Cruise when he produces something think about the last two Mission Impossible films and how much better than the average mainstream <laughs> film they are think about Top Gun. And which is a mainstream film, like it's a mainstream type of film, and like think about like the the quality, the thought, like like in terms of like the production, the the stylisticness of it, like in that why, why can't Marvel do something like that? Well, here's like, the reason why, in in, in relation to Tom Cruise, because he's not a lot of power. Because Tom Cruise just does what he wants. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a franchise. He doesn't have a universe. He has Mission Impossible is his, his universe, but he doesn't plan to put like a show out. Or four movies a year. He's going to do a movie every three to four years, and then he's going to do a couple other independent projects along yeah. the way that he wants to do. And then he's, but again, he's been working on Maverick. For, he wanted to do Maverick for a really, really long time, but he said, "I'm not going to do it until I have the script that I want." So there was a lot of scripts that have come and gone that were terrible that yeah. he refused to do. Mm-hmm. Um, he finally got one that, and then he got some good producers. Yeah, he got a really good director yeah. and. Great and, actors, great actors, but mm-hmm. and Anna and 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 let's not under uh, the importance technology, of the technology mm-hmm. and the cinematography of that film. There's some amazing shots in that film, and I mean that film because that that, that film could win, it's should win, win a bunch of Oscars. It probably will. Cinematography. Um, I mean, I, I I would argue that. And it made it made money. Would, Here's it, the thing: it made money, and you want to know why it made money? Sure, yes, it's been being built up for two years, which is a little bit of like, and it kept getting delayed and stuff. Right. And like, it is like uh, the return of like kind of a very iconic like, uh, like single film from like what the right. '80s or whatever. But um, like it proved though. Think about it: you can make like a film that is like a sequel to like a franchise or sure. whatever we call it, and you can make it really, really, really good to like the point where like maybe it might win an Oscar or two and it has like a super high level quality of filmmaking and it made billions of dollars. Yeah. And Marvel should have learned that lesson after the first Black Panther, which again, which is a film that gets treated like it's on that level sometimes and it's not. It's a good film. It's one of Marvel's better films, but it's not like this great outstanding like because the third act mainly. I mean, um, it's but, a, it's up now worldwide gross a hundred almost a one and a half billion. See, if, if, if you don't look like, the, if, if you're a studio and you have like major properties that already make money, like if you have Marvel now right. and you're like, oh shit, like this Top Gun, which maybe like Top, maybe a film like Top Gun succeeded because it's not Marvel. Like maybe, if, and it's like, it's something done so incredibly well that isn't Marvel. Maybe like it's, it's the contract. I think I don't they know. just made a good movie. But surely, but I think, but what I think is mainly here is like, is like what has been proven, and I think this has gotten this has gotten lost a bit in Hollywood. You can just make a really, really, really quality product 
and it'll shine through. Sure. No matter what it is. It could be sure. Top Gun. Like, the original Top Gun isn't the greatest film in the world. No, this movie is significantly it's better significantly than the original. significantly better yes. than the original yes. Top Gun. Without like, a doubt. And I think because, again, they they waited, they didn't rush, mm-hmm. and they made the thing they wanted. And I'm going to kind of go back to something from a cinematography standpoint, from a production standpoint. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I'll, I mean, I'm not a huge Tom Cruise fan, but no, he's like, incredible in this movie. Yeah. And and I think him, as well as Teller, like the, the, the one who plays the girlfriend, they're all as good of actors in any other films that I've seen this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I could believe one of them could be entitled for an Oscar nomination. Yeah. Like it's a good enough performance to take a character that um you know is really kind of a a cliche and to interpret a new version of that character like yeah. 20 something years later, 30 years later, whatever the heck it is. Yeah, we'll why see. not? But he won't because he's kind of he's kind of ostracized yeah, in Hollywood. He's, a bit, uh, he's slightly ostracized. So, so I mean, but but, but he does he would I mean I mean even from a direction standpoint, I could see this film getting nominated for best best director. I forget who directed it. I I'd have to look it up. Yeah, but so. I I, I don't think it's gonna get a best picture nomination. Speaking of speaking of 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 directors that that are gonna be nominated for the Oscar, um, are I, I, I think we can we're gonna transition into the Russo brothers. In their their latest endeavor to make Hercules the live action musical that we all need. In the latest, like, <laughs> of, of the latest. At least if it's Dis- live action, Disney it's live action. Their IP dry. Like, yes. Right, their intellectual property. There That's what are. IP stands yeah. for, ladies like and gentlemen. Bleeding. Like, just let's remake it again. Uh, is this? Can which I ask you? Which I will. Say I didn't see the... this article, so let me ask you the question: yeah. Are they doing? Is this Hercules? Like this Disney? Yeah, yes. So this is, is this? I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's the latest. Li- it's the just the live action. No, no, no. But is this? So this is the live action version like the, of the, Hercules, the Hercules of the animated yeah, Hercules. The this is not a different Hercules. Because no, there's been eight like, billion this Hercules movies. This isn't like the Rock movies. doing Hercules. No, this is like the animated Disney film Hercules, but in live action. Okay. But, but what? Like, did you? But it already was a musical. Was it? I don't know. Yeah. So they said it's going to be a musical. In, inspired by TikTok, and that sentence makes me want uh, yeah. to like cease existing. It makes me want to like my consciousness to cease. I don't like, even know just, what the like, fuck that means. That just makes me. That's the most dystopian. Like, what does that mean? I, though? Does, my, I don't know. Like, it's I, like I Hercules I, is I, doing TikToks. Like, he's gonna put his there's phone. There's some down? weird thing about like like music and like how music and like attention. Like, it's some weird thing about like attention span and like. Which, which anytime I see when you, you get like a corporate oh, person or like even, a creative person I'm have to look start that to talk attention span because of like TikTok, I'm like thinking like, are you starting to think of like that one? Remember that one fucking movie app that was like on your phone that you could only watch when your phone was standing up? Like, remember oh, what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah. yeah, it was around for like two <laughs> it was seconds, for two months, and it was yeah. like the guy who like invested in. Hulu oh, what the heck like, was that called? What the fuck is it called? Look That's that gone. Quick, it was only 15 minutes. It like, was done. And it was like, and it was the funniest thing was that about that. I don't know. Oh boy, I gotta figure it out. Yeah, look, you look it up. Uh, look it up while I'm. For a sec. Um, what? So, well, yeah, he's looking to look that up because that's something we gotta certainly. What the heck was that called? Yeah, worst, um, worst app idea. The streaming. That's gotta be. That'll Vines be are gone. Remember Vine? It's not Vine though. What the? I don't. It I, came out during COVID. It did, which is the worst time. It was for the to come worst out. possible time for something to come out. Because it had no content. Well, yeah, there was very little. It was all professionally done. Because again, it was all like ten to fifteen minutes, and some of them were right. like ten to f- either way. Whatever um, it was called. Yeah, uh, what the fuck? Don't worry about it. It's not that important. Either way, because um, it's dead. 
So yes, yeah, it, it died within a year. It died um, with, but a, it was there was a, a massive marketing blitz too. Yeah, to the point where you like there was like Chance the Rapper and was at a show and like all oh, these good. different like major actors and actresses and stuff like all had shows that were like fifteen to like like eight to like fifteen minutes long and they were like look like kids they like they like watching stuff on their phone and like. And they like watching short form stuff. Kids don't have attention span. They like TikTok and YouTube. But I'm like, okay, that that is true. Like kids do. Like yes, like we have a, like we watch a lot of you. They watch YouTube. They watch like TikTok. But guess what? What YouTube has like, and this is the the big like the, the streaming wars already been won. Okay, Quibi. Quibi, yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Quibi. Which is fucking. I, yeah, I would have never remembered that. Because again, they're right. This was their this was their model. Their model was. And again, their competition wasn't. They viewed their competition as like Netflix and like uh, Hulu and stuff like that. Their competition was YouTube. And guess what their model was? Their model was paying A-list celebrities, God knows how much money, to do ten-minute episodes of whatever they were doing that they had to pay to produce themselves and then put out instead of YouTube's model, which is just. We're not going to make anything, and everyone will make it for us for free, and we'll give them half the revenue, and we'll take the other half. And right. they thought they could compete. Right. And, like, and they yeah, thought that it. that would yeah. be a model that would work. Ah, uh, poor they, Quibi. Like, like, they thought that that, that was a erotic business. Like, then that dude was, like, a billionaire. Like, I don't know. How, like, if that proves to you that you can fail upwards, like, more than anything in life, beyond just Elon Musk existing, like, that proves that more than anything. But, like, other than that, like, you can fail upwards, y'all. Just believe in yourself hard enough and lie to yourself and your pit. <laughs> or if you're a billionaire, you're, <laughs> you're, you're investors. And then there you go. Okay. I don't even remember the songs from, uh, if Hercules, I don't, I've Hercules. never seen that film. Yeah, because you guys were I've never. I, I wasn't a Disney kid, like we watched a couple Disney. Films I do remember we Zero kids, to Hero. But like, I do remember that. I don't. One. I don't know. Like I remember like we we only had like a certain assortment of Disney films of that ilk when we were kids that we watched. You um, only had like five or six that we, we watched. Kind of rotated no, through. but we watched all of them up until you guys weren't interested in them anymore. No, because I only remember like I remember a lot of Lion King. I remember like, Lion King, but we watched all the Pixar. I remember like. I remember Pixar, but I don't remember like Disney animated stuff. I don't remember like there half wasn't of, like, a lot of 90s. Disney animated at no, that time because like, they shifted most of it. No, to- but you didn't show me anything from like the '90s, like Renaissance era of Disney. Like besides like a couple things. Like I don't, I didn't grow. I didn't well, do, you, like, Pocahontas or like you hated Pocahontas. I, you watched it once and you hated it. Okay, so you just never showed it to me. It's like <laughs> yeah, like I'm not six, man. You showed them. We showed them. Well, I don't recall. Like, like, in like them. Okay, so you did show me a lot yeah. of these films. I just don't you just remember didn't have any interest in them. Like you didn't like Pocahontas. Like Lion King, like um, you didn't like. Well, I hated Beauty. You never and the showed Beast. me Aladdin. You've definitely never showed me Aladdin. I don't. I think it was. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. You're gonna laugh at this, yeah. but you know why? Why? I think it was in the vault. That's fucking stupid. I think. I don't think stupid. it was. No, the there Disney was. Vault? No, no. The funny thing about it was the, the movies weren't all out. You couldn't dumb. get them. Like it's not like now where everything's available all the time. There was definitely things that were in the vault that were out, so they were right like next to so. Walt Disney's Aladdin head. wasn't something you could just <laughs> go a- to the store and buy because it was only out for a period of time. It was right next to his fucking frozen. And head. when Aladdin came out the first time, you guys know. weren't even born yet. 
Well, obviously, yeah. So, I mean, I think, well, like... Well, I wasn't born for any of these films I'm talking about. I'm just saying, like, I don't remember watching when I was a kid, like, the 90s era. Brother of, like, Bear, Disney you saw. Anime. You guys like Brother that, Bear. That's after I was born. I, I like. That's, oh, you mean the ones prior to that? I'm talking about the that. '90s, like the oh, '90s, the 90s ones. like the like the kind of so-called. Well, yeah, Beauty and the Beast you like, hated. Well, Mo- no, but fair, you like Mulan. I like Mulan. Yeah, I remember Mulan. I, still, I, I remember Mulan. Anything with because Pete. What's his <laughs> name? It basically made an animal in it. Because what's his face? Like, yeah, animals. <laughs> yeah, animal. Anything with animals you <laughs> like? Animals. Well, you were like, for. But I mean, what's his face? Mushu's still a grand, the greatest character. Mushu's the best Disney character, and anyone who is lying to themselves, if they don't agree with that. And that's why Mulan, the live action one, died. Right about this. Mulan live action died because Mushu wasn't in it. Okay. I will never watch that film. Okay. Because they didn't put Mushu in it. I know you're very upset about this. I don't give a fuck if it was like if the, they found it. I can't wait for them to do live action Brother Mushu. Bear when they do that. With just two. I can't believe they were like bears walking around. I'm like, what? Man, it's like it's a dragon, man. It's like it's like. Well, I they, guess it was supposed to be like her ancestor yeah. or something. Like I guess that. I mean, was let's like not. Can we? Slightly. Like, but here's the problem. I mean, usually we're pretty like I mean, we're pretty. I, like, but that, but what's it they were the so. Show? But here's the thing: why this movie was stupid, <laughs> and I read enough about this to you know the answer to this. It was like we're gonna not have things. There are some weird let things me, in that movie. Let, <laughs> we're we're going to like the we're going to respect. The you know the culture blah 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 and we don't oh, like the, the disrespect about, yeah. and then but we're gonna throw a witch in which yeah, there's nothing in that like, culture yeah. that's like, witch related ah uh, here's a w- the evil witch on the other side <laughs> it's like, like what why is that in I, here I guess that's like like I guess that's better than just like because again the original villain of Mulan is just like the most racist looking Mongol guy like because that's, <laughs> that's what he was that's what he was you didn't have to make him look like like that man like he, was, he looked like, <laughs> he's supposed to look like Genghis Khan I don't know and man, that's like, every drawing of Genghis <laughs> Khan that's oh well, yes that's obviously what the what, was he supposed is, like, what should they made him a white guy? I don't know. Should they make like Joe Biden or something? Like he should be like a dude. There's some like thought that he's like it's slightly racially insensitive. Like how those characters look. I I guess most people don't know what Mongolians look like. That's like he was supposed to look like Genghis Khan or something. Apparently, it was like Mongolians. I guess some Mongolian. When I see that, I don't know. All I know is for whatever reason, when I see that character now as an old as what I am now, I get slightly (laughs) it's it's slightly off. Like there's something. It's not the worst thing that Disney's done. There's plenty of much more agreed just examples of like poorly designed like racially like insensitive sure. Disney characters there are plenty there's even some in this movie if I had to guess with some of like the fellow sure soldiers if I had to guess yeah, I'm sure like, there was <laughs> I'm sure there was but whatever I not mean, to mention that like they it's also, scared for little kids like not let's mean, not take themselves like, so seriously didn't they like change like a bunch of weird stuff in that film. Like there, with there was the, also some. I don't want to get like, into that. Didn't they change like the? Like that maybe the, the one guy had a crush on the other guy or something like that. They no, did, no, they did a like, whole like, gender they thing. They changed like the the guy who was she was into. Right? Wasn't there like something where she was supposed to be into like a? I don't even remember. I, I, let's not I talk about recall, it. We don't know what we're talking about. No, here, no, no. So I let's seem to recall on. there was like then they were they were talking about like she was gonna fall in love with like a white guy like instead for this film. I, I gotta. I'm gonna literally look this up and uh, bring it next up. time. Uh, we'll, like we'll I'm gonna bring up the Mulan. Yeah, let's let's the move on. Mulan let's saga, move on. The live action. Let's Mulan. move on. All right. So we, yeah, we're really off. Like, uh, all we have left is for me to bitch about Avatar. And okay. uh, how long and, are we into this? And Andor. How far are we into this? Uh, we are at uh, 105. Oh my god! So we never do anything. The quick. only thing quick, yeah, we, this is gonna be another quick episode. Uh, Andor. Uh, we watched episode nine, yeah. and 
I was hoping we weren't stuck in the prison for too long, and sure enough, I'm glad we're stuck in the prison. Yeah, I was happy. I was like, this is good. This was really good writing. This may have been the best episode. This is my favorite episode so far by quite some distance. Um, and I think and I think there's been other great episodes, too. I just really, really appreciate this episode. Well, in the episode they introduced Andy Serkis, they also brought in Forrest Whitaker. So yeah. we had two great actors show up in the same episode i think that was episode eight yeah last episode um and now we're in episode nine and and i just like the whole prison and you know escape three... thing that's going to be building and and um i i like where they're yeah. doing with this and the fact that i didn't even catch this yeah. that you did that one of the other characters melchie yeah who's a background character is a background in character Rogue in Rogue One. One. Yeah. So we're getting a character that's going to obviously be significant, but it's done in such a nice, and subtle way. And like, making him and, like, him have him, like, friends that are kind of, like, like... Yeah. Because basically, there's a couple... Um, there's, like... Actually, there's three really good things in this episode. There's, um... All the storylines in this episode are all, like, equally, like, yeah. pretty compelling, actually. Yeah. Uh, you got, like, the Mothma stuff, which is pretty good. Yeah. Um, you get, uh, the prison stuff, which this... Pr- this entire episode is basically, um... Kind of like you realize like oh Cassian does have is formulating. That's something. what I liked. He's like and he, even in the first episode, there's little things of him looking around and like piecing stuff together. But, but you see it him almost to, felt like we thought that we were gonna like oh my god like he's but you being see broken how he's a already, little like, bit. Squeezed in all the all his fellow guys are already yeah. like super like he's become a heck of a leader for his group. Yeah, exactly. Like they you like know? him a lot. Like like he's already embedded himself even he's, he's at a different table and the other guy there's another guy at the other table when he's trying to like mess with the thing that talks to him and he's like allied with him so obviously he even has relations with like guys like across the room even so like obviously and they have an, a sense of like what he's trying to plan as well and he's just trying in the we feel for most of the episode he's just trying to break down kino who's uh poor uh, not, uh the leader andy circus's character who's kind of like the, the he's manager. the floor leader he's, he's the like floor. the manager which Who is also, just wants which is also to, a psychological thing as well to have one prisoner kind of watch over all the other ones right. and like how to keep them in well, line. It, so. the, the really cool thing is Cassian realizes that they're not even paying attention to these guys. They turn the lights on twice a day, mm-hmm. and that's it. And because they zap them a couple times. They like, zap them once in a while. They keep they get them all living in fear, mm-hmm. and then they realize that, oh my God, no one really gets out, mm-hmm. and that's where he's able to kind of. You know, and then in the entire episode though, because over multiple scenes and longer, long, pretty long scenes too. And there's even one scene where um, you kind of you, where you there's a scene where you hear about like the hear the ruckus or whatever that's going on like across the building, and you right. realize that like the power goes out for a bit, comes back on. There's a couple panic. There's like a they have like a communication system between the different tubes and stuff. Right. And there's like kind of panicked messages coming through to like they're trying to signal to each other, and then you get to like Kino's ca- character later. Um, they kind of learn that uh. That like one of the different floors because there's all these different like kind of worker rooms and like an entire section got like executed basically basically because they realized that like they had sent the guy um, back to a either they did something wrong and realized that the, the the prisoner hadn't got out of prison and so to hide that they literally just killed everyone. They just move you to a different thing. Yeah, they just move you to a different place where they nobody can ever learn that you just got moved and you actually didn't get freed. You're just actually there for slave labor. Like, and you're not ever you're never gonna be free. Like, <laughs> and, and it's it's interesting because that was, and you said this when we were but no, watching but real, this. Real quick though, yeah. there's this one thing when there's the realization that um, that one that they're all dead basically that like, right. there's a whole other group dead and that like that people aren't getting out and then Kino is slowly having a realization of what's going on and you see it on his face when he's when he starts to announce when he's like it's just a rumor like we don't know what happened everyone like remain right. and you see and it's just the incredible amount of acting. 
like that his face is just doing yeah. or like his face and the realization that's slowly on the dread that's slowly coming across the worry right. and is completely opposite of the words he's saying yeah for right? sure and, and, and it's and funny because he's an actor of like well because when i liked about it is because because um andor has been asking him how many guards are there how many guards are there and Kino won't in the last line won't answer and he's like there's like 12 guards or whatever right. <laughs> and like, after like he because now after, you know he's in like, after, like and, after one of the older guys so now like, we're going to get the prison break episode or yeah. some variation again, it. it's literally after the, the most frail like yeah. old guy who's like literally being forced to work who they like, were all trying to help and, a stroke, you know and they can't, literally can't save him they literally have to euthanize him yeah. like just right there like on the floor which is, and like it's <laughs> too, some, one it's, thing I want to wrap up that I think that, let's wrap it up we won't even do the well, actually I got to do the I have to do let's talk about the well, the beginning real quick. Well, I, real quick. Two D- things. Deidre, so we have to talk about Deidre. Do the Deidre scene, and I want to say something. You can do, end with the Deidre scene, but yeah. you said something that I want to throw up before the Deidre scene is that usually we're used to seeing the Empire be kind of like bad at what they do. Incompetent. Like, Obi-Wan's the best example. Until we see um, ISB, is that what they're called? The ISB is. Like, how efficient they really are and how, like, they're true believers. Like, these guys are hardcore. These are the. This is the real strength of the empire. This is so. This is the IS and and you know, yeah. the, the SS and in and in, in, in you know World War Two in Germany. Like this yeah, is exactly. these are the no, Nazis. The, these again, are the look, Nazis. This isn't expanded, the German infantry. These are the Nazis. And, and novels, I think that they've really the done a great stuff. job of establishing mm-hmm. that that this is why the empire runs because of the dudes in the white suits with the poofy pants. Yeah. And right, the extended yeah. universe and the novels are full of the horrific deeds of the ISB. Right. So like they actually have like a full on like there's an entire scene where first D.A. Deidre starts the episode off and she's in this episode cements herself as one of the best imperial officers we've ever got in Star Wars and is like gives herself almost like a inglorious bastards beginning scene moment like interrogating this like uh inter- Bix and uh she has this like incredibly like creepy line like, the worst thing you can do right now is bore me um <laughs> like interrogating Bix she, at first she kind of like starts tries to butter her up it's like you're a business owner it's like you didn't like know any of this, and she tries to almost like turn him against the guy because she was the one using it and try to make it seem like that, uh, the guy that we saw the last episode that was getting tortured before right. her, uh, uh, was kind of like trying to push off right. like the maybe the the risk of it all to her. Well, just get to the point you wanted to make about that scene. Though. But either way, then they the um, just super good in that scene. Um, and sets herself up as just like a really fearful. Uh, imperial like antagonist but then the scene after which we get like this doctor almost and like describe and this is like the creepiest thing like that and this is the perfect this is what the empire is like they they invade in a throwaway thing they're like well we we happened to find like this sentient species like on this one planet and they were just happened to be you know like really hostile to the fact that we wanted to put our nice like fuel depot on on there so like all to the point where like you know we we just gave the local commanders like the, any means necessary to do it so like well we genocided them all like which is which that what they were implying there that planet that planet was genocided which that now is like the third planet that i know of in star wars canon like confirmed genocided <laughs> like the geonosians well, i mean like, I, I think it and it really sets it up rebels they did it, in this it, it really like, sets up that why the people that are forming the rebellion are so desperate for this to happen well, even then, well, and they're well, willing to get to what they need to and get to. I'm not to. even halfway done with the horror because okay. like well, that was just we'll like, you got to wrap it up. Well, like, so get, quick, no, get to that because, quick. Cause literally like 
that this is just the story of like where their tor their torture technology comes. And it's like, and it just so happens that these alien species, when we genocided them, they make this really quick fun sound that that is literally mentally torturous to the people that hear it. And we edited it, so it's this is just the children doing it when they're <laughs> when we're genociding them. So put these headphones on, and that's literally like, and that's literally the scene. And no, I know. And, and then you you get to see the horror on Vic's face. She literally screams. Like it's supposed to be like so horrific that it's mind numbing. It literally like melts the brain. Like it's. Well, like, she it's, screams in about. So they four literally seconds. used. They literally gen were genociding a race. Realized that like the screams of that race dying in said like horrific event were could then be used to inflict further torture and we're like oh we'll record that yep. and we'll use it like so, that's like that perfectly describes like isb yep. and especially the empire so uh, that's well on that happy fun. note on that happy ending it's there, not the most happy thing in star wars well, no, but it but is I mean, accurate and i appreciate it like, well it's funny because we don't really know like you know like what they do to leia on the death seized. star because we don't see these things we know they kind of torture uh han solo uh in kind of a traditional way in empire strikes back but we've never really seen like this kind of psychological ISB kind of thing that they yeah, do. Yeah, that's like concentration and, trap um, experiments on people. Yeah, sure. Type shit. Like yeah, that's definitely. what that is. Like that's yeah. like mentally torturing. Hey, Marathon people. Man like, too reminds me of Marathon Man with Dustin Hoffman. Like, is it safe? Is it safe? And he, the yeah. doctor keeps asking these questions and pulls his teeth out and stuff Ugh. like that, like fingernails, like that kind of yeah, stuff. So right. it's pretty cool stuff. So anyway. yep, uh, I've, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. What we're gonna do is not torture you with my complaints about Avatar two we'll uh, or the trailer. We'll save that for next week. Maybe we'll do a special. I'll do a special we'll rant a little bit extended of of Avatar and how excited I am for this piece of shit film coming out. The only thing I'm gonna say is that. I think it's hilarious because they're all about their fucking water and we're going to get their water technology. We're going to get their water technology in Wakanda before we see it in Avatar. At least some level of it. So anyone's like, oh, look, I've never seen this before. Like, yeah, you did. It was in Black Panther three weeks ago. So F you, Avatar. And to be fair, I will say, like, it is a (laughs) We stole your tech. It might be. And here's the thing. (laughs) I have fully imagined that this is going to look really, really good on the big screen. But it won't look good, like, when you put it on your phone one day or when you put it on your TV. I'm not going to say the movie's not going to look good. No, nobody's arguing that. I just don't give a shit. It's just like, oh, I don't. For $14 billion, it better look good. I think, I thought we, yeah, I'm pretty sure we've moved past, like, the point when in cinema where you should just be able to put out something that looks nice and then right. be like, Ooh. Yeah, because now like, everybody can do it you can yeah, do it with like, an app now so all right <laughs> so we'd like to thank you all for watching uh this next last latest Let's episode of next of kin <laughs> thanks hopefully you stayed because it was uh, you were entertaining i found you quite entertaining i, 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 I riled you up quite well today. in this episode which is when we're at our I best thanks for again <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for watching and listening, and we'll be back next week with another exciting episode.